0: Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss Louis Farrakhan, Fossil, and InputMag.com. I don't want to waste one minute. Let's get right into it. Ryan, hi. We're back. Big, big week. So big, we had to. So big, we once again are late on recording the podcast, (laughs) which I think is a testament to our dedication to um, being really, really late all the time on this podcast. Um. So, uh, let's just put. Look, let's just uh, let's just discuss the elephant in the room. Um, we made an announcement this week that I
1: have a pending court case for a triple homicide. Um, wow. That's the big news.
0: Wow. Yes. Ryan went on a, um, a spree. I'm a spree killer. I like said <laughs> kill, kill crazy rampage is how I describe it. But, yeah. um, no, we announced this week that we're doing a new independent media and Ryan and I are obviously working on it. Uh, we've sort of been alluding to it, I think. Uh, not so subtly. Uh, we're launching a new um tech focused news publication uh, called Input inputmag.com. Check it out. Uh, it's got a uh, it's so hype. It's got a strongly worded. I'm like I, here's the thing. I um so I wrote this like little like manifesto. I'm like I'm bored and annoyed with tech news and I think, you know, like with many things that I write, you know, <laughs> I'm not the most subtle guy in the world uh, oh really <laughs> yeah no and it, like I think if I if I think there's one thing that like I you know it's like I, I'm I was kind of like God everybody sucks and that's I didn't mean everybody sucks I was kind of like a lot of stuff sucks.
1: People took it so literally. They were like, every single person who's ever wrote about tech news sucks, and yeah. you're the only good one. It's like, that's
0: clearly
1: yeah. not what I'm saying. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: Okay. But but there are, but I will say this. So anyhow, so so go check it out. Sign up for our, we're going to send you some info, and there's other stuff. Like, there's going to, we have some cool, like, stuff we're going to do um, leading up to launch. And launch We've has got a some, long P. We haven't, yeah, we have a long P. Well, we have long, all long letters, but we decided to go, we had all, we have this logo that actually every letter can stretch in it, and we have some really cool ideas about when the site launched is what we're going to do with that but like we decided that like we like the one where because the p is the sort of the middle letter and it anyhow people are like wow that's a long p and it's like i meant nothing by it but then it's like the verge means penis in french and i'm like oh god what kind of weird trend have i created (laughs) (laughs) what kind it's totally not (laughs) you know outline maybe it's like i'm a dick and so this (laughs) makes it all makes sense but totally unintentional but anyhow now people are going to be able to not be able to unsee it Freud would say nothing is unintentional. You're going to see long U's. You're going to see long, probably not long T's because I didn't like the way it looked. But I think the the U will probably get long at some point. The N will probably get long at some point. Don't worry. We yeah. got long. We got long letters. We kind of cover the bases on long. There was letters. a large discussion about P versus N. There really was, and and honestly, I was torn. But uh, at the end of the day, we just had to make a decision, and we made the yeah. decision. Anyhow, whatever. So so we so we announced this thing. Um, I was a little bit like, hey, like I mean, honestly, I I will say this. one of the reasons we're doing it is i I look at the the landscape particularly not the landscape of like are people like being challenging about facebook which is like yes now finally they are after several years of really not being that challenging about facebook at all because everybody was eating off of facebook's dime um now suddenly suddenly but you know it's like i'll say this i'm suddenly facebook isn't faking your video numbers and you've got a critical lens to turn to. i'm sorry i'm just i'll just say this like 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 everybody has to like check themselves a little bit. Okay. Like two years ago when circuit breaker or whatever launched the verge launched circuit breaker, they were like, we're going to, this is basically like a Facebook only thing. We're just launching on Facebook. And now the verge sells shirts that are like kill Facebook or whatever. Like they sell t-shirts that are like death to Facebook. And it's like, listen, totally hear you. I agree with you, but let's like all be realistic for a second. Like it wasn't death to Facebook a couple of years ago with people. It was like Facebook. How can you help me? Right. And like, I don't think Facebook is completely useless, but like as you know, and as I think the, re- the reader and the listener know, certainly the reader of the outline and the listener knows, um, I am no fan of the current state of social media and have not been a fan of the current state of social media for a very long time, long preceding this announcement or anything else. So I'm glad more people are critical of social media and critical of Facebook and all that stuff. But there are many, many, many other places in technology news. Like, listen, everybody wants an interview with Elon Musk, and they will do anything to get an interview with Elon Musk, including throw bullshit questions his way, And not really ask him tough questions and not really challenge him and not really ask the follow ups that should be asked. And that's really nice, like for them, but for the consumer of technology and for people who live with technology, I think there are other conversations to have and other places to kind of push and question and challenge, not just in the world of Elon Musk, but in the world generally. And I think, like, you know, we've got a really interesting concept around how to do that. And I'll say this for everybody who uh, maybe interested in input. Like I'm not trying to make like a verge killer or a, or a, a tech crunch killer or what, I mean, if you could imagine such a, <laughs> such a thing. Um, it's kind of like, I want to make something that has a kind of different vibe, a different voice, a different point of view. And I think that that will be complementary to a lot of the stuff that's out there. Um, and
1: listen, there is a public, no publication is perfect, but there are fantastic incredible writers who are writing at many publications um but every publication is has is doing some stuff that we would like to do differently and that we would like to as a cohesive unit uh have a different take on everything
0: yeah Uh, and i think maybe not everything maybe we'll agree on sometimes but i just think but to your point how at least have a at least have a take a shot at a different take but also also listen i mean i think there's like a lot of you know, I mean, at the at the outline, we'll continue to do future coverage at the outline. And and some of that coverage, I think one of the things that we've done is like, we look at the sort of like societal, cultural, political sort of sphere of what the future is and means, right? And that stuff is really wonderful. And I love what, how we do it at the outline. I think there's a part of what we're going to do at Input that will be less about like, you know, Twitter Nazis. Like, I think that's well covered. I think that, like, I think there, that particular piece of technology reporting is not the piece that I'm talking about. And, and in fact, like, I think that what we kind of started at The Verge with this idea of, like, technology and technology culture being sort of, like, the culture is now very well understood and well, uh, sort of discussed. And I think there's, a, there's a new quarter, sort of, there's a different fringe to look at in, in technology reporting and, and, uh. Conversation and that's where we're going to be looking. So this is my sort of vague but not so vague description of what is coming. Um, and you know, listen, I uh, I'm excited. I, I honestly, for a long time, I was very bored by technology, and and part of doing the outline was 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 one is just to talk about topics that I'm interested and excited about and don't feel like a lot of them have gotten enough attention. But it was also like just to take step a step back from doing uh, yeah, um, what I've been doing for like you know like a decade and go. Okay, we've done a lot of this. There's a lot out there. There, you know, since the Verge launched, there have been like hundreds, if not thousands, of new blogs and tech sites and new like tech reporting teams that have cropped up, and you know, it's become a very noisy space and, and a very crowded space. And I think that you know, it, listen, it took- an
1: iPad review or or a recap of a Marvel trailer is not a hard thing to find on the internet at the moment.
0: Let's just say that. Let's just say that we're going to be taking a different approach to that stuff for sure. And, and, and I will say also, um, you know, I think it takes a bit of taking a step back to think of ways to, you know, kind of move forward. And, and, and when we launched the verge, which I think was kind of, you know, I mean, it's kind of, you'd be hard pressed. I mean, I think, and there have been a few, there have been a few new things that have cropped up that I really like, but there you know, when we launched The Verge, everybody was like, who needs another tech site? There's so many of them. I mean, there's the Gizmodo and Engadget and TechCrunch and, you know, the CNET. And we're like, yeah, we're going to do something different. And I think with anything, if you if you got a different idea, a different perspective, a different kind of way of presenting information and thinking about information and giving that information to people, there's a lot of information. Um, <laughs> if you've got a long pay, no pun intended, but, uh you know. I think there's always room for, particularly in the audience that we're, we we want to talk to, and the audience that I know is hungry for new shit and different shit, and they want to see like what's another way to look at this. So I'm excited. Anyhow, long and short is I'm excited. Um, probably came out came on came on uh, came out of the gate a little hot as I tend to do. Uh, and you know, I'm not, no apologies. I have an opinion. Would you rather someone (laughs) come out of the gate cold? Right. I mean, I'll be (laughs) honest with you. I'm not, I'm not sitting here being like, sorry, I was like kind of, you know, said that I didn't think the state of technology reporting was that great. I don't think it's that great right now. Um, I think there's a lot of people saying a lot of the same things. And, uh, and there's room for, there's room for improvement there. That is not to say though, and, and, and I guess I could have attenuated a little bit by saying there are some people doing great things. Um, but you know, when you're writing something, uh, uh, at the, you know, you when you're finishing the copy drunkenly in the middle of the night, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, what happens. Uh, a couple of vodka sodas. The next thing you know, I'm I'm uh, <laughs> next being, thing you know, you've chased, chased off the internet. <laughs> uh anyhow, so input. Uh, inputmag.com. Go to inputmag.com, sign up, uh, follow us on InputMag uh on Twitter, input mag on uh uh Facebook. Input mag.com. I, I mean inputmag.com. inputmag.com spelled out on Instagram, um, which is gonna be fun. We're gonna do some fun things with the Instagram account soon. Ah, uh, yeah, and yes. Here we are going like fuck Facebook, but then also like we're using Facebook, and like yes, we live in society, and yet listen, fuck capitalism.
1: Uh, by the way, I have a Prime Now delivery
0: arriving. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, but actually, but I mean, actually, but I think one of the one of the places that's interesting to talk about, and that we will talk about, is like our. Uh, but and by the way, like our emphasis will not necessarily be on like uh, using Facebook as a as a platform that's going to gain us you know the following that we want. I think there are other outlets and other places, and we'll talk more about that. Um, Uh, as we get, you know, towards launch, but, but we are living in an interesting state of, of reality where, you know, it's like you, you, you sort of are, are, you can't get out of, or can't get away from some of these things. Right. And, and, and it's interesting to think about what the future looks like, where we are, you know, to your point about prime delivery, it's like, fuck Amazon. Right. But everybody I know is like, yes, thank God for Amazon. And so, Listen. You know, the only way
1: to to change the matrix or get out of it is to go back into the matrix with superpowers. So that's wow.
0: Okay, that is that is very true. And so, anyhow, we're gonna. What, what I think what Ryan is saying is we're gonna. We've been red pilled, and we're gonna red pill everybody <laughs> with this new with this new um, alt right tech baby. Yeah, alt right. <laughs> I think Milo already tried that, didn't he? Didn't oh, really he work. Did, That's right. No, Fuck. he did. Didn't they at Breitbart or something? They were gonna be like, it was gonna be like Breitbart tech.
1: Yeah, that was their goal is to be like, this tech will help you be whiter.
0: There's like, here's our <laughs> perspective. More Nazis on social media. Think about it. Anyhow. So anyhow, input, inputbag.com. Uh, input. Not a place for Nazis. Not a place for Nazis. We'll, we'll definitely um, – uh, we will squash the free speech rights of Nazis if at all possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will kill baby Hitler. By the way, um, <laughs> I kill t- you know I kill teenage Hitler. To be honest with you, I would uh,
1: literally kill any Hitler. You know what would no. have been great if Hitler's mom was uh lived in a place with readily available abortions.
0: Yeah, no. And listen, here's the thing. Here's what I would. do. I wouldn't kill baby Hitler. I would adopt baby Hitler, and I would raise baby Hitler to not be an asshole. That's what I would do. I don't like, want kids, so I just kill it. Right. <laughs> Do you think, like, do you think, like, no matter what, like, if Hitler had been raised by, like, a super old, like, a super, um, like, a woke, like, just if we, like, imagine, like, whatever the wokest state of a family was in 19, whatever year he was born, 1919 or something. I think the gals 19, should be able to oh, do a day 19, job if they, they like. or whatever. Like, <laughs> would if he was raised in a woke family, would Hitler have actually just ended up being, like, more chill? Or was he always destined to be a genocidal maniac?
1: I think that that's, that's the
0: question. That's why you don't kill baby Hitler. I think, or, listen, it's time to reboot Back to the Future and make and it really edgy the this plot, The <laughs> plot doc, doc is like, we have to go back and kill Hitler. <laughs> listen, I, dude, that's a, that movie is a slam dunk. That's a blockbuster, if you ask yeah. me. Come but on. Like, I don't think you could get away with killing baby Hitler. I think it's got to be like Hitler, like somewhere in his rise to power.
1: Yeah, it's got to be like
0: the first time he's like. And they're going to do like a CGI Michael J. Fox. It's going to be weird. <laughs> here's the thing i just saw i finally saw Ant Man. tom the, holland was destined for that role and now oh my god CGI and michael so good so good tom holland who i just saw a performance where he does umbrella oh yeah in like drag it's like mm-hmm. sort of drag like half drag and is there a word for that but it's like
1: gender weird
0: it's really like it, it's a whole new tom holland oh yeah if like, like, like i didn't tom know this holland I didn't know this time
1: on the set of of Spider Man, like would choreograph dances and post them to YouTube, and they're all amazing.
0: No, really is yeah. is Tom Holland is he not straight?
1: Uh, no, he's straight. He's just very he uh, just flexible.
0: He's just woke <laughs> as fuck. He sh- he should raise Hitler. Actually, he and Zendaya. That's our should raise her. Yes, that's he the goes, movie. He goes back and he teaches him to dance with Zendaya. Zendaya and Tom Holland raise baby Hitler to be to be a dance sensation. He's Listen, like the he's first like, post uh, on
1: inputmag.com is going to be our treatment
0: for- Yeah, <laughs> it's like exterior night. <laughs> Baby Hitler arrives on the doorstep of Tom Holland and Zendaya, Zendaya who are married.
1: <laughs> they turned down no, 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 no. they have, have my poly, money.
0: <laughs> they're part of a poly family. They're not oh, married. Yeah, they're- <laughs> true. True. <laughs> Anyhow, long and short is inputmag.com. Check it out. <laughs> I finally saw Ant-Man and the Wasp. Which is a great movie. Yeah. I want to say it's a very charming film and everybody gives a great performance in it. Um, And uh, uh, where was I going with this? I wasn't really going anywhere with it except, uh, well, I I was on a plane. I was on a bunch of planes this week. And so I watched a lot of movies. I rewatched infinity war and then angrily tweeted about star Lord because now I'm like an Avengers fanboy, and I have to get mad about the characters. Um, (laughs) This is going to change all your fan fiction. I don't know why I brought up. I guess it was Tom Holland. Um, he's not in Ant Man and the Wasp, but he is. Uh, he is uh, Spider Man. Um, and not at uh, the
1: moment. At the moment, he's a pilot dust.
0: Well, there's a trailer for uh, Spider Man uh, Far From Home. Which is uh, the next Spider Man. Spoiler is alert, I, Marvel. Yeah, spoiler alert. No, it, this is the thing to me that, like, I, when I watched the end of Infinity War, I was like, oh man, they're all dead. But then I was like, wait, Black Panther 2 is definitely slated for a 2020 <laughs> yeah. release. So, like, I have trouble believing that they're like, hey, you know how you love Black Panther and you love, like, the, the uh, you know, Wakanda that you, you've just met for the first time, really? Sorry, it's gone now and we will never make another. Oh, it made a billion dollars? No, we don't care. Doesn't matter. <laughs> It's like, listen, our vision was so important. They're definitely not. Please don't mention vision. They're definitely not bringing. (laughs) They're definitely not killing off Spider-Man and Black Panther. You know, so it's like I knew that. I think we all knew what was coming. Yeah. You know, I can't wait for they are going to be people going to be so mad when they like reverse time and they like, bring back almost everybody. When Except Tom for, Holland and Doc go back in time, oh my god! <laughs> exactly, to with baby Hitler and yeah. then baby Hitler takes turns on Thanos out. as the hero of the universe. I will say though, sorry, I hate to be talking about the Avengers right now. It's just random because I just watched we're talking
1: it. about the Avengers and Ben Shapiro. So please change the topic. <laughs> yeah,
0: seriously, no, it's good, but I uh, Thanos really does suck. Yeah, His whole does. plot is like so dumb. He's like, oh, if I just kill half of everybody, then I can finally rest. It's like, good for you, fuckface. Also, like, like who cares? Of... Who cares if you can rest? Your idea is so dumb. Have you even thought it through? I'm just tired of big,
1: gray, deep voice, like, like blobby villains. And like, oh, you made him purple doesn't change the fact that he's basically doomsday, basically apocalypse, basically like they're all the same. I'm so bored. You know what the most interesting villain in a long time was? Cape Blanchette with her multiple
0: swords in mm. Ragnarok. That's pretty good. Ragnarok's a good movie. I'd like to see – I was thinking what would be great is I'd like to see an Avengers movie that's like just the Avengers like not having to save the world. Like maybe just dealing with their relationships. Like like they tease like a relationship between Hulk and uh, uh, Black Widow or Black – what is that her name? Black Widow? Yeah. Okay. I'm like there's so many characters now. I'm like is that a character or did I just make that up? Um, and it's like why don't, how about a movie where you spend like a half an hour on that story? Like I'd be curious to see. Like, are you guys? Are they in a relationship? What's? Do they have to like? Are they going to brunch? Like, do they?
1: Yeah. What's life like when there isn't a thousand alien horde? Like, it's always like it's always down. like
0: it's you know that's the thing is like there's always some like aliens pouring in from the sky. And that's not what comic books are
1: like. Comic books like sometimes there's aliens pouring out from the sky, but in general there's other stuff going on.
0: I just like to see a little more. Like, I'd like to see an extra two hours. I'd like to see a three hour avengers endgame with an additional two hours of like character development yeah (laughs) five hours split into two parts we could make it some
1: sort of a digital only series with 10 episodes and they all drop at once and you can watch them when you want to watch them and they start pen bad here's a great here's oh yes
0: yeah he plays his superpower is he's the most crazy person you've ever met
1: (laughs) but still weirdly hot and thin
0: yeah very thin anyhow all right so what else there's a lot of stuff going on we should talk about other things in the news that have nothing to do with avengers um oh one other thing i just want to say and i tweeted about this as well um and i have to say it's crazy how your brain gets stuck in ideas i whenever i'm on a plane and i'm sitting in my seat and i'm watching people board because i always take an aisle seat all I do now, I mean, it is so automatic. My brain is like, does this look like a weird selection that it's going to crash on a beach on a deserted island, like lost? Okay. Like I look, I'm like, oh, there's like – um Like there's like kind of an older balding white guy who looks like he might be racist. I'm like, oh, there's some like uh, uh, there's some uh, Hasidic Jews on this plane. There's a oh, there's a family like a kind of like waspy family with two. You're like, what's
1: the character development and their personal? I'm like, there's a guy with
0: there's a guy with dreads. I'm like, okay, we're getting now we're getting like a mixture of people from different walks of life and different worlds. And like they're definitely going to be fighting on the beach about resources and like the next twenty four hours like my brain just automatically goes to like is this like do it, like I kind of almost like I'm like the plane's gonna crash based on how like diverse and like friction filled I think the the members of this flight will end up being is that yeah weird? I
1: do this on the subway where ever since the taking of Pelham one two three or like a disaster the John movie. Travolta version well no the original okay. or or like movies where um like you get trapped in the subway car or whatever i I look around the subway and i think like how could we pool our resources this guy just went shopping for food so that's our source of food oh yeah yeah yeah. give us 24 hours i think that all the time
0: (laughs) i think we talked a little bit i don't want to actually i don't actually want to dox your idea because we have a you have a really good idea for a potential input story that's related to that Mm -hmm. and i'm very in i do i mean i definitely do this like taking stock thing where you're like i mean this is like when i lived in when i lived in um In my first apartment in Brooklyn, actually, my second apartment in the same building, it was like a, we had a, we were on the second floor and then we had access to, we had a skylight and like you could basically, if you wanted to, like climb up this big shelf we had in the middle of the apartment and get to the skylight. And I was like, okay, if there's a zombie apocalypse, like (laughs) we'll, we'll go through the skylight, we'll get to the roof, we'll, we'll jump from this building to the next building, we can like make a pretty clean escape. I was like, plus it's really hard for the zombies to get up steps. So that gives us like a running start. Anyhow, it's like, it's like, you know, totally unnecessary planning, but you should at least have but it. But is
1: it? But is it? Yeah, I don't know
0: anymore, man. I, I just mean, don't you've, know. you've
1: seen the news, haven't you? The, the nudes? news? Yes.
0: Uh, <laughs> I've seen the nudes. Um, yes. Let's talk about the news, actually. What's going um, on. At, what's going on out there?
1: Well, uh, BuzzFeed published a story that they said uh in which they said that they had evidence that Trump had directed Michael Cohen to lie to the Mueller investigation about contacts with Russia um and they were very confident in it and this was published at the same time as the Ariana Grande 7 rings video so there was a lot of meme mashups happening people were thrilled dancing in the streets about a possible impeachment and then in a twist of fate the Mueller team uh very uncharacteristically said that they, they had some inaccuracies in the story and so of course the alt-right right-wing machine is now saying fake news fake news you lied yeah they're Trump like Trump see never did anything there's yeah. no smoke
0: no that's what, it what? no no, can, <laughs> no can, smoke no fire yeah cancel the investigation this is it buzzfeed got a story but here's the thing here's the thing so it's super this is the thing that's crazy it's really really fucking unusual for the muller team to say anything about anything. Okay. So it's so my brain is like, okay, why do they choose in this case at this moment to say this story got it wrong? I feel like there's something else going on that I can't understand. Right. Like, like Mm -hmm. I don't, I think BuzzFeed has been, you know, say what you will about BuzzFeed. They're the BuzzFeed news team has gotten some serious scoops and they have told some really important stories in the, uh, Trump era of hell of, yeah of, of they news. earned their
1: Pulitzer or whatever
0: yeah I mean I think they, do they get one or were they nominated I can't remember at any or rate in any
1: event they've earned it
0: yes give them one anyhow no but but they've done good work you know and there are really good reporters there and I and and you know Ben Smith knows what he's fucking doing and and oh, Shawnee yeah. Hilton knows what she's doing and like I I don't believe for a second that that they would just like that story was not vetted thoroughly and that they didn't know you know so 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 now it's like they're kind of like. I mean, I think they're kind of saying now, like, well, tell us what you think we got wrong in the story because they're kind of standing by it, right?
1: Yeah, they're standing by it. They're saying we would love to hear what we got wrong because not only would that clarify the story for everybody, but also I think what they're in, in like insinuating is that whatever they got wrong was not the core part of the story, that, that maybe there was a detail that was off or something. But So, yeah, what
0: I wonder is, like, is this –
1: I mean, this is like – if you go back and watch all the Clinton docs about the Clinton impeachment, obviously a much different situation with uh, far less uh, world-breaking consequences. However, a lot of the reporting at the time was mostly accurate with a bunch of little inaccuracies, and this to me seems like one of those stories that was like – Saying, you know, Monica Lewinsky was here on this date and ends up she wasn't, but it didn't mean she didn't suck his dick.
0: Do you know what I mean? Right. Wow. Okay. We just went there. All right. Um, <laughs> no, I know exactly what you mean. And I'm, and I'm definitely like, I don't know. I'm not taking anything it's hard to it,
1: piece together before we have the full story. And, and yeah, and, I mean, you can't fault BuzzFeed if they get some detail wrong, but we don't. I know mean,
0: I, listen, people get stories wrong. You know, people have to retract stuff. You know, people just end up not getting it right. But part of the, track. um, What's that? Yeah, of course. I mean, nobody's infallible, and 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 one wrong or partially wrong story in a in a sea of very right stories is like that's that shit happens. And I it's like I don't think people lose in, instantly lose all credibility if it's like a string of of bullshit stories. Then you're kind of, okay. Well, that's a problem, right? Like literally, any of the right wing publications that exist are like string of misinformed, made up. Like most of these like alt right publications are just running stories that are 100% baseless and based on garbage information and inaccurate and they you know like maybe the 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 standards are lower for them but i it's it's crazy that anybody would ever trust them like you have to be kind of brainwashed to trust them mm-hmm. but then you know it's like it's like buzzfeed you know the trouble with buzzfeed is that it, it it's kind of like they're starting from a place of well we're buzzfeed you know and you mm-hmm. got to prove that you know you're not just doing like I mean, if you look at the the problem with Buzzfeed has always been the 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 dissonance between like
1: Which I mean, literally,
0: Princess or you. Yeah, I mean and- literally the other day I was looking at it and it was like I it was like I would like for the record I would definitely let this actor choke me six times a day and then it was like and then it was like literally the story I was like most popular is like I would let this actor choke me six times two to four times a day because he's so hot and then the story underneath it was like man arrested for killing his wife and children and it's like okay guys there's a fucking this is problematic you know, yeah, I mean, like, you, th- you can I mean, look at their
1: least... YouTube channel in, or even AM to DM, and you look at the comparison between the like, the try guys try taking a, a meditation break in the middle of their day, and then the next thing, the next story they're reporting on is government shutdown stuff, and you're like, hmm, so you're shutting down your mind to reset it for your uh, wakeful con marie method or whatever try right, guys and then right right after that it's like the government has shut down nobody's working and it's just it, it's, it's just hone is all over so, the place and
0: so, and so that and so the reality is that does like when you're trying to separate out the good stuff from the bad stuff it's really easy for the for for um people to go oh, well this is the you know they're not real news Right. And like,
1: I, I mean, but, but the thing with that is it's like it's it, their homepage has to be clickable for every single person in the world who is coming for every kind of story that they do, as opposed to a newspaper, which puts their funnies and their crossword puzzles in a different section. But, you know, they're there and you're buying it anyway, so they can put the good stories on the front. It's just a problem of like how they message this and how they package. it Well, I, all of, I'm of all, the,
0: a lot of it's auto generated. I mean, I'm of the mind that, like, I understand there's a lot of value to um, I understand there's a lot of value to the name BuzzFeed. But I, I mean, to me, that team is like doing something totally different than the rest of BuzzFeed. Like they're not even in the same vicinity of content. And yeah. so it's like, sh- are these really the same business even? You know, and I think there's been talk about them spinning it out, about it it becoming its own thing. Feed buzz. Um, what's that? Feed Buzz. If feed Um uh, But But no, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But I will say it's like. Whatever. I'm not saying that has anything to do with what's going on right now, but it definitely makes it easier for people to poke holes in like their storytelling. But I think more importantly, you know, it 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 it's one of those like go tos for the for the right wing people who want to like discredit them.
1: It's an easy dunk. It's an easy criticism. Like everyone has made the joke on Twitter about it, and it makes they're like, yeah, you're surprised Buzzfeed got a
0: story wrong, and it's like actually, if you look at Buzzfeed News's track record, yeah, I'm surprised if they got the story wrong, like you know say what you will they've done they built a news organization you know shit talk buzzfeed all you want and like i've got lots of problems with buzzfeed and, and their business and what it's done to the internet but on the news side of things they have worked pretty hard to build a serious news team and they've broken some pretty big stories and you really can't take that away from them and so it's it's annoying to see people you know rehash that you know it's like of course everybody again dunk you know in the world of dunk culture everybody wants to find the thing that they can take a shot at and for buzzfeed the easiest shot is like your BuzzFeed, you know? Yeah. But anyhow, if they got the story wrong, that's fucked up. I'd like to know what's going on with the story because something weird is going. Oh, it's like please. Something, tell us. Something I, very I, weird. Like, I, I don't understand I, Mueller. The Mueller team never says anything about anything. So it's very strange to me that, like, they chose this moment to talk. And it's like, why? Like, what is the reason? I don't want to be like, um, I'm not trying to be like a conspiracy theorist. But, like, is there a reason? It feels like there is. Like, that's more devious than just, like, we're trying to correct your story. Because if the story is wrong, like, what's the damage to the Mueller investigation if that story is wrong? Yeah. I guess, like, you know, when they release the report, people might be like, well, it's not in – that part's not in there. What gives? And But they could always say, well, that was just some reporting that we don't – that's not our report. That's just some random BuzzFeed story.
1: I mean, maybe it's something to do with working with Michael Cohen?
0: So, no, he didn't – so, Michael Cohen hasn't tweeted about this um, – uh, this Buzzfeed story, but he tweeted about this Wall Street Journal story, which is that he um, gave polling data, or sorry, rigged had companies rig polls, online polls for Donald Trump at the direction of Donald Trump. So yeah, so that's who knows what's going on with that. It's all very confusing. I mean, the country is in a bad spot. Look,
1: I'm not going uh, to say things are good.
0: I'm not going to moan about it, you know, because I get it. Like, look, you know, Trump is president. We're all just living with that. And um, but like, well, we're all dying with that. But yeah. Yeah. No, you know what I mean? But but it's like, is this going to end? I don't know. Now, of course, now all the fucking Democrats look dumb because they're like, well, if this is true. We must begin impeachment proceedings. And it's like, well, maybe I don't know. Maybe don't base the impeachment proceedings purely on the BuzzFeed story. Yeah. You know, maybe don't also get...
1: of all the things, of all the things I know, that we have know. evidence-wise and impeachment-wise, it was the Buzzfeed story
0: that has well, you. Well, like, I mean, whatever. It's it's it's. Is this it's... because AOC is giving them classes on how to look like human beings? Oh my god, AOC. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She um, she like quoted uh, uh, Alan Moore. Did we talk about this in the last episode? She quoted Watchmen. Okay, I'm like, look, I love it. I'm here for it, as they say. I, it just makes me very nervous. Okay, because I think anybody who quotes Watchmen, I just worry there's some nudes out there. You know what I mean?
1: I well, there was <laughs> like, a fake nude spreading. The, well, I know the, there the the was, the was a fake. Spread. I know there was
0: a fake nude, but it's like, you know, the, if if and by the way, I don't care if she has. Everybody has nudes. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, Only the sure. Republicans are like no. prudes okay. about the thing. But like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, their president who's paying off porn stars is are right. very no, well, know, I mean, a very a
0: picture of her human body. They're the ultimate pearl clutchers, uh, you know, when it comes to anybody else doing it, but them, you know. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I'm not saying like I'm not saying like if you read Watchmen, you automatically are doing nudes. I just feel like. You're so cool. You probably I just feel like yours. I feel like if you've read Watchmen, you've probably like sent some pretty racy like text to people. And like, listen, know, ev- like you're a, you're a young, normal person. Like, I, and I'm like, OK, well, like, what are they? Yeah, you're not up? living
1: a life of like purity where you're like, I've never looked at my groin.
0: Yeah. But wait, who <laughs> didn't somebody actually wasn't there some weird Republican candidate who said they love Watchmen? Was it like Ted Cruz?
1: God, I bet. It hold was. on, hold
0: on. I gotta Google Paul this. Paul <laughs> Ryan,
1: it has to be Paul Ryan. No, wait,
0: wait. Uh, Ted Cruz, Marco
1: Rubio, one of them.
0: No, Why? no. And somebody said he said his favorite character was like uh, Ozymandias or something. Who said? Who said they liked? Oh, he liked Rorschach. His no, right? Okay, Ted Cruz. <laughs> oh yeah. Ted Cruz is a big Rorschach fan. <laughs> I mean, meanwhile, by the way, Polygon's like, dear Ted Cruz, Rorschach is not a hero. It's like actually, he is. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to side with Ted Cruz, but of the, I'm not really sure this opinion holds up. Like, there's a lot of bad people in Watchmen, but like Rorschach in the original Watchmen, if there can be said to have, if there is like a hero, which is like somebody who's trying to like expose someone who's trying to like, I mean, the people say, trying to kill like everybody on the planet. People saying the thing where
1: they're like, "Guess what? Rorschach's not a hero." Are the same people who are like, "Yes, Walter White."
0: (laughs) No, I mean, like all I'm saying, someone can be a complicated character. Like, okay, he's not a good guy or anything, but nobody's good in Watchmen. But he's definitely better than the guy who wants to wipe out half of the. Meanwhile, by the way, I just realized Thanos's plot is fucking the Watchmen plot. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. Have we talked about this? Have Has the world talked about this? <laughs> I feel like you need to be talked about. It just kind of dawned on me. I hadn't really thought about it very much. Anyhow, we're really down a rabbit hole. What's on
1: this. worrying me with AOC? Two things. One is, is that she's testing my ability to not stand a politician because I have had a long standing right. thing where I have said you have to be able to criticize your own. You have to not get into this culture where you become like either a Bernie bro or a hill bot or whatever. You need to be able to say that people are complicated and they'll get things wrong. On the same note, um, she hasn't yet, and I'm I'm starting to slip into I love her territory. Also, the minute that she does something wrong, we cannot eat her alive because she compromises or votes for one thing that's controversial that we don't necessarily agree with. We can't. I I just feel like we're moments from like devouring her. The internet like just deciding you know she's canceled. Um, and I I I just feel like anybody at that level of um of profile is just like minutes from that like yeah she, i don't want her to milkshake duck over something so no silly. that's the
0: that's the fear isn't it now we live in the milkshake duck world where you're like i because here's the thing like i'm like a fan i like her i like the fact she's saying shit that other people aren't saying um i i mostly agree with her crazy ass like the tweets that are like going for it like the alan Moore shit I'm like yes I'm I'm yeah. here I'm here for this but it uh, does mean that at some
1: point there will be something you
0: don't but you know what I'm saying it's just like it just feels like there's a little too much it's like too much too fast head. it's like it's like so yeah. much is happening now and people are like now it's like she's a in the grand scheme of the democratic party she's become like a very big figure but like she's a brand new to politics right yeah i'm not saying don't speak i'm saying speak it just makes me nervous it's like oh, but listen i was nervous the whole time barack obama was president because i'm like someone's going to try to kill him like you know what yeah. i mean because yep. america's full of racist it's sort of a similar thing where it's like someone's going to go after this person and make it really bad not that she's done anything wrong i mean even yes. if there are nudes those are not wrong but like someone's going to make it their business to like f- like screw her over by you know I mean, some they, ex-
1: they're desperately trying right now
0: i know right and that's the thing it's like but whatever but that's the world we live in it's like if you become like a person who is like known you become a target to people who want to like ruin you like that's yeah. it that's it. The whole world now is, is predicated on like building people up and then destroying them as quickly as possible. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, Anyhow. it always was, but now we're doing it at such our no, metabolism we're is insane. Warp speed. Yeah, yeah. No, we're,
0: it's like on fast forward.
1: Yeah, we all decided we like Ariana Grande, and we're also also about to decide that we hate her and hope she dies. Like, it, this is, it, it's,
0: yeah. Well, Ariana Grande, I don't know. I saw the most amazing thread. Somebody was like, everybody's giving Ariana Grande shit for like appropriating, but Mariah Carey has been appropriating, and then people oh, are like, um, really "Dude," funny. people are like, "Uh, dude," Mariah, Mariah Carey is a person of color, <laughs> like <laughs> Ariana Grande is not. And I was like, "Yeah, what's going on with this person? Like, do they not know this? It's insane." Yeah. I was like, "That's sad." Anyhow,
1: in other news. What is going on with the Women's
0: March? Uh, I don't, the know. I don't March... know. I don't know. I'm not following what has happened with the Women's March.
1: So The Women's March is probably canceling this year because of weather stuff. But the other side of that that it, they're dealing with at the moment is like rampant claims of anti-Semitism, which they have yet to properly resolve, which is so weird coming from it's, like a
0: super woke. OK, sorry. What's the anti-Semitic angle here?
1: So they've worked with. And employed people who are super pro lewis Farrakhan.
0: Okay, well that's yeah somewhat. Who right? some
1: pro- who and the people themselves have made some very problematic statements, and they have yet to like properly. I, I don't. I don't want to say mea culpa," but like they haven't. Uh, there's a giant rift in the middle of the Women's March sort of organizers, which is on top of the rift, rift of people who are like, pink pussy hashtag resistance is so stupid. Um, on top of that, there's the rift of people who are like, we're trying to create an inclusive movement of like different viewpoints. And these people like Louis Farrakhan for X, Y, Z reasons, because, you know, he's done a lot for people of color. But at the same side of the coin, it's like, yeah, he definitely has. But he's also like rampantly anti-Semitic. Yeah, and I think to he- continue, like propping that up as if it like as if like his redeeming qualities make up for the anti-Semitism in a movement of people trying to unite women uh, who are being oppressed to just like leave Jews on the table in that way. Yeah, uh, I and so they, they're like dealing with all of this on top of now they're canceling supposedly for weather related reasons. But it's like the Women's March is, again, c- like consuming itself.
0: God, everything is so canceled. Everything is canceled. Um I, all I can say is this. Um Farrakhan my, if 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 memory serves, and I haven't really thought or read about this in a while, is like kind of like down with the protocols of the elders of Zion, like uh like the you know, that Jews are a um that his I think his belief on Jews is that they're like controlling the world, you know, they're like the secret. Um, He thinks it's
1: okay to criticize them because they're secretly like the most powerful people in the world. Right,
0: right. which is like, you know, would be interesting if the most powerful people in the world were like had a massive genocide done to them, which is, you know, I mean, maybe and maybe that's a maybe that is an argument for the genocide, perhaps. I don't really know. Um, You know, when you know, when I think about it, when I think about our Jews really running the world, I'm like, where where's my how do I get a little of that? How do I get a hold of the levers of the world? so that I can twist things in my favor. If
1: Jews are running the world. Explain like the Nazi rallies that are. I guess
0: it's because, yeah, seriously, I guess it's because I'm an atheist. Explain Trump. If Jews are running the world, like, you know, I mean, maybe if you're super duper pro Israel, which like, honestly, I think whatever version of pro Israel exists now that is supportive of Trump is actually anti Israel in the long run because it will create a conflagration in Israel and between Israel and Palestine that we can never
1: of, of Israel. You you're not,
0: I mean, you're, if you're if you're anti-Palestine, I guess, and basically at you know if you if you believe in the genocide of Palestinians, then like I don't know, whatever. That is, it's a whole other fucking, fucking can of worms. But I don't think that's into, I don't think that represents Judaism. I don't think it represents the opinion of a lot of Jews in in uh, in the world. And also, um, uh, it's anyhow, it's tough to reconcile Farrakhan's opinions about Jews with like. I mean, yes, he's done positive things but you know, he, he's an extremely controversial and, and imperfect dude and has a lot of really bad opinions. And that's sort of like inescapable, um, uh, bad opinions like that have been propagated. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough about the women's March to, um, to, to speak on it, except to say that it's sad if something that I think was generally positive, which is like a lot of women and men getting together to protest, like, um, the bullshit way that, that women uh, uh, are treated in this country which is like you know one of the, like the 10 most dangerous countries for women in the world now um you know it sucks if that can't if that like can't continue so speaking of um, uh, marches and and extremely depressing situations, I don't know if you've seen this video of a Native American elder whose name is—do we have his name? Nathan Phillips, an Omaha elder, veteran of the uh, veteran of the Vietnam War. I'm reading this from the cut. Um, former director of the Native Youth Alliance. He's like chanting and drumming at this. There's in, the Indigenous People's Marches today, Saturday, and uh, there's like a group of the like disgusting fucking teenage boys wearing fucking MAGA hats, like like making fun of him like yeah, in they his were face
1: attending the march for life which is on the same day
0: yeah like i'm like, sorry like like this to me this to me gets to the root of like what really is sad and depressing about the the trump era like like I, we talked about this a few episodes ago people are not born this way like they're not born hateful they really aren't like, and this is maybe a uh, maybe if, if an you, argument against my kill you, baby
1: Hitler. But like, if you're raising a Nazi teen, like I I, I know that this, maybe this will be a controversial statement. If you're raising a teenager who acts this way towards people of color, uh, or who has such hateful, violent views, and they're um, just so awful, like at a certain point. Maybe CPS should step in.
0: No, dude, it's child abuse. So like, I think it's it child is child abuse. Like, no, no. I think at it,
1: some point someone has to step in and be like, "You're not raising your children correctly."
0: No, I think it's. I think it's child abuse. I think they're putting hate into the world and they're making. They're making. They're. They're. They're giving their. I mean, it's. It's akin to brainwashing, I think. But I think some. Some religious. I mean, I think some of the way that the kids are raised in religions is child abuse. I think like the way Hasidic Jews raise their daughters is like basically child abuse. You know, like, and that's a whole other can of worms. But any, I think any. Fanatical doctrine, thought like you know, set of thought that like you know positions you against other people because of like the color of their skin or the, their religion or frankly any of their beliefs or their fucking.
1: I mean, it's not know, any of the orientations. Like if, you're, like, if you if you create no, if you're because, if you're
0: like positioned against Nazis, like that's a good thing.
1: Like, but if you're raising your kids to believe that they're them or someone else should be limited, mocked, or like generally harmed because of either what's in their pants or the color of their skin or the way that they like love somebody at that point. Like, I just think you're raising your children and I don't even want to say incorrectly, you're both harming your children and creating them to harm other people in the world. And it is abuse. And like, it, it's not just like any beliefs because there are, you know, things you want to teach your kids are bad beliefs or things you want to teach your kids about how they should exist in the world in con in contrast to other people. But it, it it becomes uh scary when these kids are acting violently and trying to hurt or harm or mock or I mean or at just, a certain point or just, like, or
0: just intimidate or just intimidate people. You're teaching I mean, your look,
1: children to be bullies based on the basis of like race religion.
0: I mean, go watch the video. Go watch the video. It's like I'll all I have to say is this guy and I'm anti-war. This guy went to fucking war for America. Forget about everything else. Forget and about he's exercising his, his, his free speech. Right. I mean, just yeah, like yeah, I'm saying cigar. I'm saying I'm saying forget it. Take all that off. Right. Take forget about his right to free speech. Forget about like the harass like like, like the, the fact that he should be able to exercise his right of free, you know free speech without being harassed. It's like think about how fucking indignant the indignation, how crass and and base it is. I don't care that these kids are fucking teenagers. I know teenagers. I have cousins who are teens. They know better. Yeah,
1: I was it's a teenager. Easy, I never did this. and It's I easy had,
0: to, you know, you can be, teens always, like, teens always suck in some way, okay? I sucked as a teen. There's no question. Sure. Absolutely. But, like, I, I didn't, was just going to say, but, hey, I, I did a lot me. of shitty stuff. I never did anything like this. But I didn't wear a fucking MAGA hat and, like, basically, like, fucking chant racist shit to, like, Native American people on video, you know? Like, I didn't do it at all. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there, there's people, there's kids in the background wearing the MAGA hats who are also, like, filming, like, because they They're think They're laughing. Funny. Yeah. Their parents are egging them on. Yeah, I'm sorry. These people should be, I mean, these kids should be, uh, CPS, they, sorry, they need CPS. to, I mean, they need, they need counseling, first off. They need to know that this shit's not okay. The school should be held seriously fucking accountable. Their parents should be held seriously accountable. And, but more than anything, it makes me really sad for this country because, like, to think that, like, people whose brains are kind of mush, still unformed, still don't really know what's right and wrong. Think that this is the way you behave, that that and that's the thing
1: is is part of me can't hold it against these kids because of what they've been raised to do and like they're still children and stuff. But the other part of me is like, you you know what, like, but I I never acted like this. And maybe maybe it's because I was raised better. But like, I did a lot of shitty stuff. I would it, it would never have occurred to me to to like chant racist shit in someone's face and film it my parents would never egg me on in that way like something
0: is seriously seriously wrong i mean this is uh this is this is like this is the after effects this is the ongoing effects of of trump which is like he makes behavior that is absolutely reprehensible and foul he makes it uh, normal and Fox News he, because these kids
1: go home and they turn on Fox News and they're being defended for their like right to protest, blah 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 blah, and being told that they were really the victims in the scenario. And then they turn off the TV and the president is doing the same stuff. Like, it's just an environment that is like a vicious cycle. By the way, these, I'm not, these is,
0: like I'm not even shocked. These kids are from a Catholic school, which yeah. it makes it, which it's like, you know, the Catholic Church, don't get me started on that shit, but like, it does make it all the more, um, Fucked up when you think about what uh, a religion like Catholicism should at least be teaching its the children, you know, in in these schools and in these churches. When you compare the Jesuits at
1: Boston College and what they espouse and how they live their lives with this, it's fucking horrifying.
0: I mean, Jesus definitely wasn't like get in the face of um, people who have been shit on and make their lives harder. Like I can say that How'd they fight to not get shit on. Yeah, like I think for sure if Jesus were around, <laughs> I think he'd be he'd be marching with the indigenous people. That's what I think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I think that they're exactly the kind of people that Jesus was talking about when he was talking about um what Christianity is supposed to be or whatever the fuck the Bible says he was doing. But you know, like I'm just saying that 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 they're so on the wrong side of everything in this picture. Anyhow, I'm like so depressed thinking about and talking about it. But I will say this, I will say there's people, I've seen people defending. They're like, who hasn't done dumb things? Like I've seen this fucking idiot from the wall street journal is like, Fuck who hasn't that. done stupid things when they were, when they were kids, but we didn't have video cameras there. And it's like, yeah, like it's good that there are video cameras there because now we can see how poorly these kids are being raised and the terrible shit that they're up to. And somebody can intervene and hopefully like, cr- like inform them of the error of their ways, you know, mm-hmm. like, because as it stands, uh it's like
1: as it stands karen pence just took a job at a school a ah, christian school Pivot. this isn't necessarily pivot it's the same topic as it stands she is over there the first lady the the vice first lady second lady whatever the fuck she's called is just took a job at a christian school where gay people are you're banned from being gay and they're told that they're it's just like a hateful environment they're told that like Um, You're allowed to identify as homosexual, but you're not allowed to express it or um, act on it, or uh, there will be no sex edit information. And it's like a bullying, horrible, repressive environment. And when you have that person co-signing that in the White House, it makes it really hard to then turn around and message to these kids what you're doing is hateful at your Catholic school. Like it, it's just it, it it's untenable. Like, could you, know, you imagine if Michelle Obama ever did anything adjacent
0: to this? Like the 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 um the yeah the just the the long term effects of his existence in at in the highest office of the land is like I don't even know how we. I mean, you know, it's like I'm scared for Zelda to find out that he exists. You know, I'm scared someone, for my child to recently
1: look. wrote a children's book explaining it on their level and not really holding back a ton of information, but explaining it with context. And um, I need to look up what it was, but it, it essentially is um, a digestible version of what's happening for kids to give them an understanding. Yeah, I don't. Of the I would.
0: I, I'm sorry. I just like if you can keep your kid away from this for a few years. I'm hoping that we can start to course correct. I just like. I. I do not. Uh, I just think. It's such a it's such a dark point in American history, and I hope that like there's some fucking way that we can start to repair it. And I think, you know, I, I think the only way to repair it is to get better better people in power and start to make it clear, loudly and clearly, that the policies, and the ideas, and the thinking that this administration has brought to the to the into the light should be shunned and demolished and um uh and push back on like as heavily as possible because like otherwise like i don't know we need some actually and there's the aoc there's there's the uh ocasio-cortez uh uh, you know um argument which is um it's like yes speak because we need people who are going to push back right yeah like we need people to say the shit that other people aren't saying right now and i do think maybe in the trump era like you know, this is why I like want her to continue to be uh, outspoken, but worry for the the heat that she's going to take and the scrutiny. It's like um, we definitely need people to, who can who can basically like do what Trump does. And like, you know, one of the things that Trump does is he says what's on his mind. We just need better people with better things on their mind to say what's on their mind, you know?
1: Yeah, the children's book that I was referencing before in case anyone wants to look it up is called Unprecedented and it's by Martha Brock and and I was very impressed. It's, not the, it's
0: like a YA book. I wasn't following um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez on Twitter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just realized it while we were talking <clears throat> and I went to follow her and do you know what Twitter suggests as the second thing to follow? It's another account that's verified with her name. Oh wait, I'm sorry. It's a non-verified account with her exact picture and name which is a parody account that's like um, designed to like mock her. That's what Twitter recommends is the next follow. And I was like, oh, she must have her representative account and her like personal account, which is true. But Twitter recommends you follow a fake account, which is fucking insane. Like absolutely fucking insane. Like their algorithm should make that account dis a fucking peer.
1: I mean, did you see... Jack and at Jack and Ashley Feinberg's discussion that was in HuffPo.
0: I saw a little bit of it.
1: Um, He said, I asked whether Trump tweeting an explicit call for murder would be grounds for removal. Just as he seemed about to answer what seemed like an easy question, he caught himself. That would be a violent threat, he started. We definitely, you know, we're in constant communication with all governments around the world, so we'd certainly talk about it. Was his response to the president calling for basically like a a, um, a hit on somebody on his platform?
0: <laughs> well, he's the president. So it's they would, it's newsworthy. They would talk about it. <laughs> it's newsworthy. No, look, I mean, Jack Dorsey should not be CEO of, a, of the company that is called Twitter. Uh, he doesn't know enough about humanity to um, run a company like Twitter. Um, his like humanity chip has been switched off or whatever. They need a team of ethicists who actually know how humanity works to make those kinds of decisions. Like, listen, uh, whatever. I mean, man, I think, I think Trump has already done enough that he should be kicked off fucking Twitter, you know, but like, there goes, that's the end of Twitter. That's the end of Twitter. In my opinion, Twitter,
1: maybe Twitter's just a bad thing that does bad stuff. And if they stop doing bad stuff, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't exist because the good parts of there are good things about Twitter and we established that when we started using it but the bad things seem to really i mean i have taken a step off of twitter where i came back so like a post about input but i I took a step off of Twitter where I like wiped my tweets and basically deleted the apps off of my devices so that in order to use Twitter, I would need to open my laptop, load the website, then be ready to do something, which is not something that's usually on hand for me because I, unless I'm at work, I don't usually have my laptop open. Uh, My entire brain is different. Like my depression and anxiety is different and I can't really explain it in any other way. Like it was that moment from then on, my entire base level mood has shifted. And the way I interact with people and the way I consume things is different. And I'm less like impulsive and I'm less loaded with bad like takes and like shit in my brain. And uh, maybe if Twitter was to curb all of that behavior, it wouldn't be Twitter anymore. And at a certain point, we might be addicted to it and we might see a little bit of value in our ability to have a conversation or promote things or check the news. But Maybe Twitter is just a really bad product. And if they s- tried to change anything about it, it wouldn't be Twitter anymore. And maybe we just should go away from Twitter. Like at a certain point, it's similar to Facebook, where like maybe this is just bad. I'm not saying all so- social networking is bad. I'm saying maybe V2, which is what we're on, like post MySpace, maybe version two isn't perfect. And we need to move away from these platforms because they're built at their core, at the bottom, the way they were conceived is bad. And it's broken and it's not going to work for us. And maybe V3 or V2.5 is something like Instagram, which is quote unquote better. It's like a little bit better. Instagram's a little less abusive. It's not perfect and it's definitely getting worse. But there needs to be an iteration in a way that from the ground up, we rethink how we interact and how other people interact and how we get information from these sort of systems. And maybe Twitter can't fix itself because Twitter isn't good at all. Maybe.
0: I mean, I think that this mode of of information gathering in these short, staccato, unverified, unknown, contextless um, bursts. Just a random sentence from your brain, uh,
1: completely unverified from anybody. And even when it is verified, it might be a hacked account or it might have been worded poorly. It's not. It's probably not not the best communication in the world.
0: It's, it's, it's very... It's a very bad delivery system unless you are Donald Trump, in which case it's an excellent uh, delivery system, which is you have a big platform. You want to put a statement out into the world that cannot be vetted or checked really in any meaningful way to the people who see it, and you want to do it as quickly as possible. And I think that's really great if you're Kanye West or you're Donald Trump or you're Kim Kardashian or you're – I think it's a really good platform for celebrities to speak to audiences. And like in a world where we can speak rationally to each other, like that sounds great right it's it's not a great I mean, yes, you could say there are pockets there are pockets of um, uh there are pockets of Twitter that are really fun and, and useful and helpful and all this bullshit, but it's like the reality is that's overtaken by the shouting, and the shouting comes from um, the people who have the biggest followings, uh, and those followings are gathered um, in ways that are about you know popularity and marketing, not about the quality or value of what those people have to say. And so, you know, like Kanye West sounds like a fucking idiot on Twitter 99% of the time. Kanye West has a huge following on Twitter. And it's like, he's a very famous person. And that makes a lot of sense. Donald Trump sounds like an idiot on Twitter 99% of the time. Donald Trump has a big following because he's a a celebrity. And that's really a great platform for them. But for human beings, it's not good. It's not good to be assaulted by those messages. And it's not good to be assaulted by the responses to those messages. Free of context, free of thought, free of time, you know? And I think that like, It has made us, and Facebook has also, and Instagram to some degree, but maybe to a lesser degree because of it's just sort of it's the nature of what it is, has made us feel more anxious, more scared, more confused, more worried, um, more angry. And and I don't know what I I, I have
1: to say, I feel like a completely different person having just removed it from my impulse, like life, like having removed the I got up from the couch and I'm going to go to the thing and make a cup of coffee. Let me open Twitter. Having removed that from my life, I the way that I processed launching input was we could check like what people were saying and like be excited and see the faves and you know like see the conversation around what we were trying to do in a way that was like while i was at work i looked at all of that i digested you know some people's comments were positive some people's comments were skeptical some people like whenever you announce something it's something cool um yeah and i was able to go home talk to john about how excited i was how how cool it was and and be done with my day. And when I woke I mean, up the I, next day, it was a different topic. And I, I didn't sit obsessively looking at every single comment everyone had about this thing that I was working at. Like it was just a different experience. Yeah, and I, yeah. and, and it's the same with the Trump news. I see something, I read an article, I'll, I'll open Twitter. If I just want to see what my timeline is saying, I close it. I don't sit and obsess about it. I have my opinion. I know what it is. I'll get an update tomorrow. If there's a big update, if, there's no reason to be sitting, looking at a thousand memes based on, bad news there's no reason to sit and have it in a cycle in your brain and that's what twitter enables
0: i agree i i have deleted the twitter app from my phone Uh, i use twitter if i want to use it i go on the the web app and and i think um first off not getting notifications not even from people that i'm it's like just not having to see this like instantaneous responses to things like listen everybody's got an opinion everybody's going to share it and like they're they're welcome to it like you know I announce something. It
1: makes for a great chat room during the RuPaul's drag race elimination ceremony or whatever. But that doesn't need to be every moment of your life. But
0: but does it now? I feel like if you watch like things now where a lot of people are tweeting about it, it's kind of like just a bummer because I feel like everybody's trying to outdo the other person. Yeah, it does become a
1: little competition. You have to sit back and enjoy the jokes and not try to like win the points
0: right right um but uh really quickly while we were and i have to say i have had twitter open in front of me while we've been talking and i've seen like tweets start to it's because then the the, um the stuff at the indigenous people's march that that happened is starting to pick up speed really quickly the people apparently the kids i haven't watched the video with sound on apparently the kids are chanting build the wall which is the most fucked up and insane to an indigenous person like like the most fucked up and insane thing in the world like when you think about the, the literally the 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 ramifications of such a statement to a person who literally had people invade this country and take it from them. The actual people who had people invade this country and take it from them to have people shouting, build the wall at them. It's like, so it completely insane we are and beyond out of control. The pale. We are beyond, we are, we are, we are dead in this as hell, I think is the statement you're looking for. Speaking <laughs> of statements, Buzzfeed news has a statement just released I love breaking uh, news. <laughs> but breaking news on this podcast you're gonna hear in a day or several hours from now. Um, as we've reconfirmed our reporting, we've seen no indication that any specific aspect of our story is inaccurate. We remain confident in what we've reported and we'll share more as we are able. So Buzzfeed News doubling down. God, I feel like I feel like a suddenly I feel like a uh a TV news guy. Buzz yeah, I was going to doub- say,
1: very BBC. BuzzFeed News doubling down on a recent yeah. story. Doubling that down, down very on a story.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yours was Australian. I was like, I inhabited the body of Chris Hayes for 10 seconds. I was yeah. like, BuzzFeed News doubling down on their bombshell report because that's how chris hayes talks my i would god. do a
1: rachel maddow impression but we don't have 17 minutes for me to give you the history oh of god. syria oh
0: my god <laughs> like i like watching rachel on tv but if you listen to her because you can listen to it on um on a series you can listen to yeah you, um, she
1: releases that as a podcast which was big for me for like uh, two months in 2016
0: and and it's like wow you're really going for it on this one relatively small topic <laughs> like let's move yeah. on yeah uh no she's great though anyhow she is great uh, so, yeah, so the News, double down. All right, anything else in the All news right. that we need to talk about? Anything um, that we've missed? Any important things? Two things I want to discuss.
1: One, yes. Elon Musk is laying off a ton of people, like 3,000 workers, and he wants to build a gigafactory in China um, for $2 billion when he's already a billion dollars in debt. And his, 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 uh, his stock price is reflecting this latest development, and people are starting to question if he's maybe losing touch with reality.
0: I mean, starting... just just now we're just now opening the the question up there um you look i I look he's a businessman okay i mean you can't knock the guy for being a businessman and uh and i gotta say you know let elon be elon okay (laughs) let elon be elon
1: well there was a piece uh written by Charles Duhigg in Wired uh, in December about how Elon is Elon. And if you have any skepticism about Elon Musk as a person or as a manager, I would highly encourage the listener to seek out such a piece and see the ways that he screams at his employees and his weird antics trying to get them to work 24 hours a day.
0: Hey, listen, sometimes you just got to bring down the hammer on those employees. Okay.
1: <laughs> sometimes you just yeah. got to make an example out of people, put some heads on spikes.
0: Yeah, exactly. Listen, we've all been there. Okay. Um, and, you know, they had it coming. All right? Um, But, you know, in all seriousness, I I don't think it should be surprising. I mean, he's got to make his business function. And um, the labor is not going to stay in America permanently. First off, there's the international market to think about, right? Secondly, I I mean, the labor is just cheaper for him. Like, it's just going to be cheaper. And so I feel like, I don't know. I don't want to be negative about Elon, but it's possible he's just a regular businessman. Who's going to outsource his um his work to another yeah, country? Yeah, and
1: you know, secure funding and sell his stock price at four twenty because the pop star he was dating said that was funny.
0: Right. Oh well, but the other thing is that that um just a regular guy. No, but the other thing is, hold on a second, we're not even talking about the other deal, which is like, uh, there's a report that that Grimes and uh, Azalea Banks are going to be like subpoenaed to give testimony about his oh. like in one of in one of these have you seen this story no they're gonna be subpoenaed to give testimony in, in i would case. love to hear azealia
1: banks and what she has to say in a courtroom I mean, could
0: you can you imagine <laughs> i'm like really into it i want to hear it um but like no i mean that's crimes like, that's is gonna going. give testimony
1: only in haiku <laughs>
0: no grimes is like i don't know dude it's like grimes like you had a couple of good records but now like what's going on
1: what's happening What's going on and were they that good
0: i don't know i haven't even listened to the new song i'm just like so off grimes like the whole thing with her like basically being like i don't know like becoming like a spokesperson for elon musk like by the way i'm not saying elon musk is that good is the dick that good i mean it must be i mean the dick's that rich i can tell you that i mean i'm just saying you know she may never have to make another record again hanging yeah. out with elon i mean listen uh, you know i get it i'd love to meet somebody very rich maybe he's really interesting i don't know His, maybe could a, you
1: imagine him being very interesting i mean definitely uh yeah a, a, he, he's i mean a dreamer, i could imagine but a full time well, hanging out with elon uh
0: i could imagine him being uh entertaining and then if he gets have dinner coke, with- Peter if he gets any coke, being like really, really, really annoying. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like once he gets the coke, it's going to be like, uh, please, please, please stop talking. He's like, what we have to do is
1: establish a colony because humanity. Okay, so humanity. No, no I mean, he's.
0: I mean, he's <laughs> always be on coke because that's the way he talks all the time. Actually, yeah. like what you just, what you just said was not like. um yeah, it was not like uh, he's like he's
1: like the purest form of democracy is everybody votes, and so I'll establish a moon base, and what we'll do from the moon base is we'll create a society that's a perfect society, the way that Epcot was meant to be. But you oh know, Disney had some issues in his construction. It's like stop talking, stop talking. Yeah,
0: it's so perfect.
1: That's what his Twitter account is. In other news, Google is just bought uh, a bunch of IP and cut a deal with Fossil smartwatches in order to like bolster their Wear OS standing, since that's kind of sinking and dying. Um, yeah. I don't know that that's the move. Mm. I, why haven't they made a Nexus watch? I don't know that that. Well, I think the that's. Move.
0: I think that's what they're doing. I think that's the plan. I
1: mean, it's not a huge deal. They only paid them forty million dollars, so I don't really. But I think
0: it. I think they must have. They must have some like making chops that like Google's like we don't really have that. I mean, Fossil making watches forever, right? Yeah, and I think it, I, I mean, think it's like
1: a lot of those outlets just do the, the design, like the fashion end of it. They don't necessarily do the like the tech side. They're just buying off the shelf parts and then plugging that into a nice. Sure. Wallet.
0: Well, but maybe they've got something we don't know about.
1: Maybe. Maybe fossils really are secretly great at making EKG sensors.
0: I don't know. I mean, I don't think that's like rocket science at this point, you know. So your guess is as good as mine.
1: Hmm. Maybe we'll <sighs> all be wearing Wear
0: OS um uh have you seen this is so super off top so there's not really a lot to say about that because we don't really know what the deal is but like I, I mean i don't know i have tried and failed many times to like wear a smartwatch. i'm basically like i can't do smartwatches. so i don't i don't have a lot to say about that i mean i'm like i get it and there's a part of me that every time i see somebody wearing an apple watch i'm like maybe i should get a new apple watch and then like i think about all the times i've had an apple watch and i'm like Yeah, not into it. And then I think about all the other watches I've had. I'm like, yeah, not into it. And then, like, I think, well, if I get an Apple watch, I have to like switch back to the iPhone. I'm like, I'm definitely not into that. And then I kind of like, just, I'm just like, I'm going to save my money. Yeah. I spend it on something I really need. Like,
1: I think we, uh, need to come to terms with it being like an ambient set it and forget it and when you like need to use it it it's there and when you don't it, it isn't and the i don't know, i haven't loved wear os so I, it hopefully this will be the thing No, like,
0: it's not good. I actually the, the one that looks actually kind of good to me is Samsung's watches like I feel like their interface is kind of gets it more right. Um I sort of hate this. I mean, I don't I don't know, whatever. Apple's watches are fine. You you wear an Apple Watch, you like it. Yeah, everybody like everybody likes it and everybody's it's come fine. around to it. Yeah. I I I'm not coming from
1: the rooftop. I'm not sitting around being like, like someone said at some point, and I told you this, it was like a couple months ago. Someone in some video said, um, Apple never stopped making the iPod. They just put a band on it and called it the Apple watch. And that's kind of what it is. Like it's for me to do music controls. Occasionally I look at a text message. It tracks my fitness. I like the health features. Like it's not like a, (laughs) if I took it off, I wouldn't, it wouldn't necessarily change my day. Yeah,
0: I, I think um, – And
1: even less the Wear OS because it doesn't have those health features and it's basically Google. Well, assist- they have
0: health – no, they have health features. I mean, Wear OS has, definitely has like health tracking stuff. But what I use the health features for are the EKG stuff, so – Oh, right. Yeah, it doesn't have that. Um, I, you know, I, I think – I don't know. Listen, this to me, this goes in, in line with sort of everything that's going on in our lives right now. Like, I don't think I need another thing that – I do like the idea of tracking my – you know but i'll say this i was i had um i bought one of the um the fitbit versus like the little watch which i was wearing for a while and i really liked it's just like a kind of like a cheap weird version of an of a apple watch with like yeah. fewer features which i kind of like because it's like less stuff and it, your battery lasted forever my battery lasted forever and seriously like i could leave it for like days and days and days And like yeah i remember you being like i haven't
1: charged this in three days
0: yeah but here's the thing um the EKG on it was really helpful because I was like, okay, cool. Like I can see, like I can see my pulse. I can get a sense of like where my heart rate is, and it gave me like all of, like the you know averages of my heart. And but then that made me nervous. Like it, I was like, oh wow, my heart's beating really fast right now. Like should I be concerned? And like I think that that's like you don't need to know. I guess yes like if there's a, a dangerous like problem with like the way your heart is beating you want to know
1: yeah but for I, me it was a set it it's a set it and forget it if there's a problem it will bring to my
0: attention have you ever had it say anything was a problem yeah, have you ever had
1: twice i've had it say my heart rate went dangerously high when i was and, really stressed out and running around and i yeah. I, I stopped See, I, feel I feel like that, that like would just, is,
0: but i feel like that would just make me feel worse like more worried I guess
1: it made me stop for a second and put down what I was doing and take a few deep breaths and, like, get to a good headspace, which was mm-hmm. nice for me. That's happened twice. Um, And the fall detection is good because I know most people under 65. This isn't a concern, but I'm not the most uh, graceful husky gentleman. And the idea that I would fall down the stairs is not uh, <laughs> out of the range of possibility. So I do like knowing that it's just there in case something happens. Right.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Apple right now wants to wants to get Medicare to pay, like subsidize it so that seniors can get the watch at yeah. for almost free. Um
0: yeah.
1: as a like health thing. Um, like that's the move to make. I don't know that making them more fashionable through fossil is the thing Google needs to do. Although, if someone offered me a smartwatch with similar features that didn't look like everybody else's stupid watch with just a slightly different band, I would be all in on that. Like a round watch that looked better than the Apple Watch. Yeah, Apple Watch is kind of it 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 exists for your eyes to slide over, which is not what I'm looking for out of a fashion device. Yeah, I don't know. I'm
0: just like, it's good. I want a
1: peacock. I want my watch to to really peacock like a like a pua.
0: I think it's just good to have. Um, I think it's just good to have a watch and just know what time it is. And sometimes maybe even that's not so great. Um, all right. Anything else we should talk about before we log off? I'm sure,
1: there is. But let's just move to nice thing.
0: Okay. Finally, saw Crazy Rich Asians yeah Uh, it's a really good movie really fun oh good i I, you know definitely choked up a bit at the end uh it's got it all it's got everything you're looking for in a romantic comedy
1: what a return to form for the rom-com genre
0: but but also like a lot of like it goes deeper than most rom-coms i mean there's like a there's a lot of i feel like there's a lot of like cultural commentary that some some of it couched in humor some of it not humorous at all very dramatic that's really interesting um, and I feel like I learned something. I mean, maybe this is not the perfect place to learn about Asian culture, but I think I learned some, a little something about uh, a culture that I don't necessarily have like tons of access or insight into personally. Um, since I'm not from an Asian family, um, uh, certainly not a crazy rich Asian family. <laughs> um, but you know, it's like, it was entertaining. I mean, I you know, uh, we, had, we had ran a piece, um, about like, sort of like, you know, like the, where the not crazy rich Asians, uh, represented in, in film. And I think that's really a valid. Um, point, but I will say is a, just a little bit of escapism, just purely as a film, uh, with a really amazing cast that's super entertaining, and as a bit of escapism and as an entertaining, you know, hour and a half rom com, like it's it definitely um, is very good, and I highly recommend it. Um, Hell yeah! The second, my second. Good thing is, uh, Carhartt. I just want to, I want to first off, now I don't know if uh, Carhartt is a good brand or a bad brand. Like, if you go on the Carhartt website, I just want to say, like, there's like a lot of hunting stuff, and I feel like maybe they're like MAGA. Like, I don't know. Like, are the Carhartt people like Trump supporters? Like, I kind of don't want to find out. My brother got me a Carhartt jacket for my birthday last year. Like, I think it was last year, not this birthday, but the one before. And I've been wearing it a lot this winter, and I really love it. It is like so. This is not an ad, by the way. I'm just talking about something that I have become very affectionate and fond of. It's just so heavy and indestructible and practical. Um, and uh, I just think it's a – I don't know. It kind of is like the watch conversation we're having. It's like uh, – it's basic. And, and I know Carhartt's kind of trendy or whatever, but I think basic is good sometimes. I think unadorned is good. I think, anyhow, whatever, I like my jacket. I guess that's what I'm saying. Sort of a whack good thing, but I'm just telling you that it's a great gift that only gets better with time.
1: You were talking about this jacket in the office, so this is a genuine I love it. Genuine one. Um, I love
0: the jacket. I really do. And I've, I've, now that it's winter, it's the first winter I think I've really worn it in. And now that I can wear it every day because it's cold as shit, I just find it to be just super practical and useful and built really, really well. Um, and by the way, it's made in Mexico. So, um, I'm down with, you know, Carhartt being a brand that relies on labor from around the world, but I got to say great stitching, great materials, beautifully put together. Nice and warm. Not very warm. Yeah.
1: All right. My nice things are I've, uh, I, so I watched both the fire fest doc documentaries. Oh God. Did you? Oh, I was going to bitch about that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What were you going to say? I'm just gonna be like, why the fuck do we need two? I mean, I'm sure they're interesting, but seriously, like two documentaries about Firefest will seem excessive. Anyhow, um, go ahead.
1: Both of them are ethically dubious. One of them uh-huh. was produced by one of the companies involved in Firefest, which is that fuck Jerry Twitter or Instagram account, no. which sucks and blows and steals I mean, content. I
0: mean, fuck fuck Jerry. That's my Yeah, fuck fuck idea. Jerry for life. I like Gabrielle Bluestone,
1: but like, why did you work with these people? Uh, was it to get the footage out of them because uh, they're not sympathetic characters? Nobody in the docs is sympathetic besides the people who live on Exuma Island and were exploited and robbed. Um, very, no vi- very sympathetic people. Everybody else, people who wanted to go to this, people who. Um, Organized this, the performers, besides Blink-182, everybody was reprehensible and, and should go away. Um, but the documentaries were fascinating. Uh, Billy McFarland is a sociopath, uh, and his constant weight fluctuations are a wonderful thing to keep an eye on. Um, oh, oh, no. Um, I, his, his weight goes up like 50 pounds and then down. It's insane. It, I I thought my body was weird, but ends up, it's just uh, Northern European. Um, so there's that. I, I really enjoyed those. I liked that they were similar and the ways that they were different um and i actually enjoyed the fact that um a, a, there was way too much discussion and way too many pieces about it uh but i did enjoy that it opened up a line of discussion about ethics and in making in a documentary and um you got to see ethics in games up. journalism <laughs> Alter, which is good <laughs> which is very needed nobody's ever done that um and i, I liked that it opened up for people to see what stuff a documentary highlights or doesn't highlight based on what the two documentaries wanted to or didn't want to highlight which in an era where we're all like oh my god have you seen the staircase it's good to remember that the editor of the staircase is now dating michael peterson the murderer at the center of the staircase so keep that in mind when you watch a documentary it's Um, very dark so i i I kind of that uh, maybe is that a nice thing i don't know but i liked it um so there's that um uh, wait so which one which one should i watch I kind of think you need to see both, but oh, the Netflix okay, one is definitely better.
0: Like I thought it's the it's Hulu better Hulu made one is the real one. I thought the Hulu one is like the not. Uh, controversial one
1: uh, the hulu one is less controversial they did pay him for his involvement and he doesn't really say much but you get to see him squirm which is the fun part and it's a right. little more comprehensive but the netflix one is more cinematic it has gabrielle bluestone who i really like um and i did like some of the um commentary that they had about millennials and the people who bought into this more so i kind of say watch both if you're if you can binge you you can binge this the next mm, thing okay. i liked
0: was you yeah you you is Wait, great didn't we talk
1: about you already yeah, but didn't, I we didn't, didn't i do you. It wasn't a nice thing for me. So, wow. I'm doing you. Okay.
0: You are doing you. Okay. I'm
1: doing you. Um and then uh I got other you. I got Super New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe for the Switch. Um Mario's getting a little bit stale at this point. Definitely isn't the um a plus that tropical freeze was for donkey kong but it is very nice to have a beautiful mario game to play uh multiplayer with john and to get frustrated and scream at each other when we fall off of platforms uh it's it's great and fun and i'm glad that it's there those are my nice things that's everything
0: that's nice in the world all right well look that's the show we gotta go i gotta get out of here i gotta i gotta get playing we're gonna have a huge snowstorm so i gotta get materials like wood (laughs) and food and, it, and get my, I gotta get my Carhartt jacket on. I
1: was gonna say, you gotta get more Carhartt.
0: Now I'm gonna get into it right now. Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best, though I've just been informed that your family has reinstalled Twitter on their phones.